Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name is Jenny Senapitaratna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack, and we will get started. Today, I am drinking Nana Tea. It's actually a black tea with some mint. And I am eating a fresh chocolate chip cookie that my daughter made for our neighbors, and there were some extras. Woot, woot. <laughs> so, let's get real. Today, I want to talk a little bit about a story I talked about way when I started this. Elijah. He is a prophet that is found in 1 Kings, and there's so many great stories that surround him. And as I am walking through this summer, we're calling this as our ministry, which is Christ Connection, if you've never heard that before. Um, we're calling this the Summer of Miracles. And so I've been pondering the Summer of Miracles and like we need God to do some big things in our finances. We really need him to step in. Um, without God, we're not sure how possible it is. So <laughs> here we are in the Summer of Miracles. And as I was reading my devotions this morning, I came across the passage that I spoke on or did a podcast on where Elijah is with the ravens and the river dried up and then he goes to the widow and asks her to make him some bread. Now I stopped right there and at, uh, today I was reading and I was like, Lord, show me something new, um, which I quite often do as I'm reading. And I saw something that I've heard of, but really kind of was like, oh, wow, I haven't pondered this for, well, since I was a kid, maybe. And in the Bible, in 1 Kings 17, verse 17, sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the home became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. Now, I was kind of shocked. I was like, oh my goodness. I did not realize that this poor widow or woman that he was with lost her son. He died. He stopped breathing. And I was like, okay, this, you know, you always know the end of the stories, right? That's the the hard part about have, having been a Christian for so many years or even just reading the Bible, the conclusion is almost right there, right afterwards. So we don't have to sit there and wait for it, the conclusion to come. In the next couple verses, it talks about Elijah reaching out to God and God healing him, and he becomes alive. And he's like, here's your son, he's alive. <laughs> but we forget about that moment. That moment when he she turns to Elijah and says, my son has stopped breathing, why are you here? Are you the a, a man of God? What's going on? And you're like, okay, Jenny, how bad are things in your life? <laughs> really not that bad. But it so reminded me um, of the Summer of Miracles that I needed to come on and just talk a little bit about that quite often in life, there are two kinds of miracles. That's my personal opinion. Now, like I said, I'm not a scholar, I'm not a theologist, theologian, theologian. <laughs> I am just a simple woman who loves God. And I really think there's two kinds of miracles in our lives. The miracles that are a day-to-day -day miracle. The things that you see God doing that you didn't ask for and that you're just kind of looking around seeing God's provision. You know, um, 
very simple things in my life that I see his provision in. Sometimes you get in the car and I am notorious for not looking at my gas gauge. I'm not very good at that. That has <laughs> never been my gift. Um, in fact, my husband has it on his list and he goes and gets gas because I completely forget to do it. So he's got the list and he comes, I come home sometimes and he's like, so how's the gas in the car? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But I do know how fast I was going. <laughs> I just never look at the gas gauge. And there have been many times that the Lord or, you know, I believe it's the Lord has gotten me to the place I needed to get to despite the little button coming on saying, hey, you're empty. <laughs> I'm just not good at that kind of thing. And God provides. So it's the simple things like that, that you look around and you see God's hand in your life. You see how God is moving and doing things. And it's amazing when you're looking for his miracles. The second kind is when you are in big trouble. <laughs> when you need God to move. Yes, when the gas runs out, I do need God to move. But there are ways of fixing that in the natural realm, right? I can't I do have the ability to call someone and say, "Hey, can you come get me gas? I'm on the side of the road." You know, we have those abilities. Um, so that is, in my mind, God's provision, but not necessarily, I don't need, need, need God there. That's kind of a scary thing to say, because I do need you, God. Um, but when you get to the point that only God can, those are the kind of miracles that are really hard. Because really, this poor lady had to watch her son lose his breath and no longer have breath in his lungs. And that is not a place you want to get to, to ask for a miracle. When you get to the point that your marriage is completely falling apart, and now you have to ask God to come in. When your child is sick, when you are sick, when your finances are crumbling around you, that is when you need God to step in. And so today I wanna to talk a little bit about how God can just step into the big and the small. And I don't mean the small miracles like providing gas when I'm not quite to the church I need to get to. <laughs> yes, it has happened. And my sister was with me and I was a complete wreck, but I was late, so I could not stop for gas. Anyway, I know that many of us are in a place and can think of something that we need God. And so last the last few weeks, I have been preparing a message that talked about, but Jesus. And I think the word, but is a word, B-U-T, that is a word that I'm not a big fan of. In fact, when I wrote my book, I did everything in my power to take that word out. Because I feel like when you use that word, everything that was said before is null and void. After the word but, that is what the correction is and the truth is. And so in my life, this summer of miracles, I am learning but Jesus. So my finances are a little crazy, but Jesus can step in and make a big difference. He can stretch our money. He can 
help us change things. He can do different things that are amazing. And so I want you to take some time this week and look around and say, God, I need you in this area. Don't get to the point that your son or daughter, in like in this chapter, stop breathing and then you ask, where's God? It's okay to ask God now, where are you? I am overwhelmed by what's going on. This is beyond my capability. This is not fixable in my, my abilities, Lord. You have to be in charge. Um, I have said many times, I am not capable of a lot of things, but Jesus can, and he is the one that is the healer of all things. He, he can heal your finances. He can heal your marriage. He can heal the sickness. He can heal the mental um, instability in your life. He can heal relationships. I could go on and on and on about the things that he can heal in your life. And so this week, not only do I want you to start praying for healing in the area that you need God to come in, you need a but Jesus moment. You need him to come in and make a difference. But I also want you to look around and see the small miracles that he's doing in your life. Look around and see the provision that he is giving you. We call it gratefulness sometimes. Um, in the Christian world, we say we're grateful for things and we look around for things we're thankful for. I really believe that there are miracles that God is doing in your life right now that sometimes if you don't take a moment to look and see how God is moving, you miss it. And I don't want you to miss anything that God is doing. Um, I know it's really hard for me. I have so many examples of things in my everyday life that God is just so gracious. You know, I the other day I came home and I was just exhausted and I really felt like I needed to lay down and I had so much to do. You know how you have those days you have so many things to do and the last thing you really need should be doing is laying down but the real thing you should do is laid down because you're so exhausted. And so I really felt a prompting from the, from God to say, like, Jenny, you need to rest. So I went and I laid down for 15 minutes. It, I Maybe 20. Let's just get out of control. I Maybe it was 20 minutes. And... <laughs> And I was, I felt a little refreshed after that. And I was like, Lord, I had too much to do to stop. You know, your brain is going 100 miles an hour and I had so much to do. And I got up from that little rest. And first of all, I've said 100 times, if you have not heard it, I believe there is power and rest and restoring in the power of a holy nap. So take time to take a nap. <laughs> but I got up from that rest time and I went to my phone and my next three days had filled up that I thought I had. I had text after text after text of people that I was going to get together with and things I needed to do that I did not plan on. I was actually going to take another day off and God knew. <laughs> God knew that I needed that 20 minutes to get through the next three days. That is his provision in my life. And granted, I needed to be obedient. And sometimes you have to listen to your body and go, I'm exhausted. I need to lay down. And I'm not telling you all to take naps today. Although maybe you do. 
But God will provide the small and he will give you a but Jesus moment if you start bringing those big items that feel out of control. Don't try to fix them yourself. Bring them to God and say, God, I can't do this. You know, if you need therapy, yes, absolutely get therapy. I am a complete component of getting help and getting medications and getting whatever you need um, to fix things. But Jesus can also step beside you and make a huge difference. So let's be looking for him in the small ways and in the big things in our lives. Well, you can find us at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. We would love to connect with you there. Come to our groups there. You can also find us at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my information is there if you're looking to just connect with me. I would love to hear from you. If you're looking for someone to come out and speak, I would love to come out to your women's group or to your church. Um, You all have a blessed week and start looking for those small miracles. I'm excited to hear your summer of miracles.